Thank you so much for tuning in to the number one podcast for millennials seeking wisdom. I am your host, Christian Evans, and today's episode is sponsored by Evans and Family Business, where we provide positive products for your daily life. And if you want to reach out to us, follow us on Twitter, as well as Instagram at ChristianDE45, or you can email us directly at evansandfamily777 at gmail.com, where we can provide you with the best products out there. Again, if you find this episode of value, and you believe it could add value to someone else, please share this with your friends, your family, your other social media followers. I think they would appreciate it, and I know I would appreciate it as well. So without any further ado, let's listen to our next episode. Thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in. I have a very special guest, so extremely excited to share a little bit of her wisdom, her knowledge, her understanding with each and every one of you. Uh, just to show a little bit of, of the accomplishments she has been able to establish, she's an adjunct associate professor of anthropology at The Ohio State University for the last 10 years. She also is the founder, president, and CEO, and chief goddess at Pass Foundation. Now, with the demonstrated history of working in the innovative education industry, strong business development professional skilled and nonprofit organizations, anthropology, and research design, She's a capable leader of an innovative tribe of creative professionals. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Annalise Corbin. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you again for just uh, sharing a little bit about who you are and so forth. And I know I mentioned just a small brief, very brief, of, of what you've been able to establish. If you don't mind, share a little bit um, of what you do and who you are to our audience. Um, <laughs> what I do is many, many things on any given day. Uh, it's a tough question, and I think that, um, you know, when you sort of step back and think about all the possibilities that anybody's career path can take over time, I think, you know, the reality is in, in the current times that we live in, um, we often find that we get to merge and morph over time. And so, you know, I trained to be um, an underwater archaeologist and a university professor in anthropology and research sciences. Um, and along the way, because of my really, really strong background and experience in education and working with the public and outreach and engagement as part of my work in my research science, I discovered that, you know, um, even though I love my science, I really, really love uh, the opportunity to interplay and interface with the public and get them jazzed and excited about research sciences. And so over time, um, you know, the various hats and things that I've done have, have shifted, but I think the central passion for me has always stayed the same, and that's, you know, a lifelong love of learning and sharing with others. That is so neat, though, because, I mean, obviously you take something that maybe people don't find exciting and you make it very exciting and entertaining. Is that kind of what it is then, huh? Um, pieces of it, sure. I, you know, we're kind of biased. I mean, I think that everybody, you know, in the world of life, in the world of work, um, you know, when we, we sort of dig into the thing that we're passionate about, you know, our research, our science, whatever that happens to be, it's exciting to us. And I think the biggest struggle, to be perfectly honest, is how do you take the 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 very granular and what could be perceived as mundane in some cases and make it both accessible and exciting to those um, around you to understand the benefit, um, you know, that the work 
is is providing to the world. That's the hard part, but that's also the really exciting part because that's where all of those little light bulbs come on. Um, and you and whether you're talking about somebody who's young or somebody um, who's older with lots of life experience, uh, when you can get someone really intrigued and interested in the intricacies of what's happening and the science behind it and why it's going to make a difference in their world and their lives, then then people are excited just without you having to do a whole awful lot. Definitely, definitely. And that's kind of what the whole goal. That's really awesome, though. And and I know as well, just kind of switch gears, you know, uh, this podcast, we're really focused on, uh, you know, obviously wisdom and and, 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 uh, that matter, because obviously we believe that there's a lot of podcasts talking about success and business. But our whole focus is is today's generation. We see a lot of people that are, quote unquote, successful right in life. But they failed, you know, they, they're, they're prosecuted with felonies, they're going through sexual harassment charges, or whatever, so there's, there's lack of wisdom. And uh, that's why we would love to get your, your definition, if you will, your perspective on, on wisdom. Well, I, I mean, I think that wisdom, unfortunately, is one of those things that's grown over time, right? You know, if we could take, you know, a whole life's worth of experiences and somehow find a meaningful way to infuse those just beginning that same journey in life and career, if you will, um, with that, um, imagine where we could be, you know, just sort of short, short circuit, some, some of that journey components of it. But, you know, I, th- I think for me, the, the notion of wisdom, and certainly as I um, bring in new folks into the PASS Foundation and really engage with the work that we do, um, I spend an awful lot of time helping um, new young professionals um, recognize two or three different things. And I think singularly most important um, from my perspective is helping folks to understand where their own strengths and weaknesses are. Um, because I think that the wisdom in this, I'll be honest, and this is one of the philosophies that I think from my own um, style of leadership and leading my organization is, I, you know, full full understanding of my own deficiencies, right? And surround yourself with people that can fill those gaps. It's not that, that you are any less, it's just that you recognize yeah. that others have skills that you don't. And how do I, how do I corral that um, into a team and an environment that can be incredibly successful? But frankly, with the gaps and the flaws that everybody brings to the table because it's part of who they are. It's part of the strength that made them so great. You want to hire them in the first place, for example. So, um, you know, for me, I think wisdom is really um, tied to how you think about the people that make up a team. Gosh, gosh. Wow. I really like that definition perspective because you're, you're right on because how many, we don't know what we don't know. Right. And uh, you know, obviously you know, you go through life and you don't know our, you know, weaknesses and our strengths. And I, I think a good friend tells you what you need to hear, not what you always want to hear, right? You know? Yeah, abs- absolutely. And I think that the other thing is, you know, it's kind of a mixed bag. There's lots of conversation, um, and it's certainly in the in the in the media uh, currently, right? There's lots and lots of conversation, always will be, um, about the differences between the different generations. Um, and those are all fair conversations to have. But I think that if we're not really careful, what we lose when we focus on, hey, the millennials are this, Gen X is that, Gen Z, oh, they're going to do this thing over here, right? Yeah. Is that we forget that the thing that makes each one of those generations so unique and wonderful is the passion that they bring based on the collective experience they have from the moment that they 
they, they, they have had. And the moment's been short, right? And so those generational differences ebb and flow and, and morph and merge over time. And I think that that collective wisdom has to be that the thing that makes, you know, for example, um, a, a millennial um, maddening to a boomer perhaps, right, is the exact same quality that makes the millennial exciting and engaging to folks hired who want to think about the world a little bit differently, right? And so I, I think that has to be part of what we really, um, we embrace that rather than run against it, I guess. Oh, 100%, and exactly. And that's the, that's the joy out of it, you know? You, right. you, you have yeah. a lot of fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 all the complexities that it is, but you know, it's the the the, the same sort of dogged bullheadedness on one hand. Yeah. That's that that um, that that determination um, and, and non-quitter attitude all rolled into one, right? And you have to you have to really, and sometimes you just have to step back uh, in the moment and say. Oh, you know, this 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 particular um, person, this employee, this participant in program is young and inexperienced, and you know I have the value of hindsight. Um, but you know I also don't have as much experience as my peer over here, and somehow or another, how to how to share that experience while celebrating the strength that that individual brings um, to the table is just so critically important. Hundred percent, and you know you're exactly right because I think, yeah, and I'm curious, Annalise, where where at what point in your life did you discover that that wisdom, if you will, or that definition? <laughs> uh, um, hmm. Well, I think that it's evolving for me as well. Um, <laughs> you know, out of fairness, you know, because I think that I embodied um, over time, you know, all the things that we've just been talking about. I mean, I remember, for example, um, so when I made the crazy decision that I wanted to be an underwater archaeologist, you have to understand that, you know, so at the, at the time, you know, at the early 90s when I decided to go to grad school and do that, you know, I was maybe one of a dozen women in the world that were really running down the road in that field of research science. It was really, really rare. And even though I knew that, um, you know, even though I am, you know, in my late 20s at the time, um, I had no true understanding of what that journey was going to be like, how hard it was going to be, how complex it was going to be, how incredibly rewarding, how frustrating, how joyful. And so I think that along the way, um, it was a combination for me of determination and resilience. And I think that as I've moved on in both life and career, uh, those sort of foundational um, components of making some of those choices along the way, um, just I think more than anything else, um, set me up to be able to take pause, take a deep breath, take a step back, look at the big picture. Um, I also think that, you know, because of the fact that um, as an anthropologist and we, we look at the world very culturally, we ask a different set of questions. So maybe I was predisposed to that out of fairness. But I think that, that um, there was no singular moment. I mean, I, I remember at one point I, being so excited, I could hardly wait to turn 30. Because <laughs> I thought, gosh, when I turn 30, I'll finally get respect. Uh. Didn't happen. Doesn't work that way. <laughs> but I had that mindset, right? And yeah. so I think that uh, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good and bad thing for me. Wow, that is so. I mean, you like you said, you just said some really good stuff there, and I hope our listeners got some of that stuff because, 
my gracious, you are 100% right. It is a lot of, a lot of it is a lot of mindset, you know, and I thought this was, this would be a very interesting conversation, definitely since you come with a research mindset and anthropology uh, kind of uh, background, if you will, you take in a holistic picture, and I really appreciate that perspective as well. Uh, and I, we're going to switch gears a little bit because I always love this question, and and I hope you enjoy it too. Hopefully, I can posture correctly. But um, what is one question you've never been asked, but you've always wanted to be asked, and what is that? Uh, what is the answer to that question? You know, that's a that's a fascinating question. Um, and I, I, so I truly appreciate you even posing it. And I guess, you know, I hadn't thought about it a lot, but the question I get asked all the time is what do you do or how do you do it? Hmm. Nobody ever asks you why. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I guess at the heart of the matter, it's, it's the why, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I spend a tremendous amount of time these days, you know, the current hat that I'm wearing, we have, you know, thousands of students um, go through our programs um, every year. And the, the most amazing thing that I get to do on a daily basis is watch the joy of discovery. I mean, even when kids are frustrated and they're not getting it, you can still watch them grow. Yeah. It's incredibly powerful. And I don't think that there's enough time spent thinking about or asking the questions about why we do that. Yeah, because I, I think that's what makes us tick at the end of the day, isn't it? And yeah. uh, I think I really like that because, you know, like you said, the why is what really is the underlining theme. And, you know, some people, they, they it's almost like a, a rat race, like right? You know, we wake up and we just do the same thing and we don't know exactly why. Well, to put the food on the table, right? Well, but why? Why Why do you go to work, right? You know, and uh, what is that? I, don't know. I think a really good example I thought was really cool. JFK was going through when they were, you know, putting the moon on, uh, putting a guy on the moon. And he went up to, a, I think, a janitor and he said, what, what do you do here? He says, well, I'm, I'm putting a man on the moon. And it was the idea of it was that ultimate goal, that ultimate vision, that this is the reason why I'm sweeping these floors, because at the end of the day, it's a butterfly effect that will help put a man on the moon kind of concept so all yeah. of us have a yeah. have a purpose if you will you know absolutely absolutely i really appreciate that and i appreciate you explaining that a little bit and what and as well as this you know imagine imagine this and at least that everything that you've done everything that you did or you're doing now deleted gone from the world and you had a piece of paper and the next day you were going to be gone you had a three a piece of paper that you could share three truths, three things that you either wanted people to remember you by or three things that you wanted to share to the next generation. What are those three truths? Um, first, first and foremost, I guess I, I would, I would leave a message to, um, to all the little girls out there. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I, that message would be, it's worth the fight. It, it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, every, every battle towards um, equal pay, equal opportunity, changing the mindset, it's worth it. Do it. Um, so that would be one. And the, the other thing I think that I would put on that list is 
you can never fully appreciate the value of an opportunity when it's handed to you. It's only in hindsight that we truly, truly understand how powerful opportunity is. Mm-hmm. And so I would, I would tell folks, seize every opportunity that comes your way. Never say no. Mm-hmm. Try, because you just can't possibly know really what you're going to get out of that at the end of the day. And it can be amazing. Um, so many opportunities to, to learn from that. And I guess the third thing that I would, um, that I would, would leave, um, I circles back around to the thing that I think is the, what's most singularly most important to me. Um, and, and that's a very personal thing. Um, and that is my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so if I weren't going to be here in the world um, any longer or, or even if I had never existed, I would still want those people that mean so much to me to, uh, to, approach, to approach the world um, full of love. Sounds corny, but I mean, it, it would be, that's what I want for them. 100%. And I really like that because I think uh, definitely in today's culture, a lot of our younger women are, are looking up to the wrong role models. And I think maybe you should be one of them, uh, someone that actually you should look up to because, you know, I think that is a great, great three truths, you know, uh, w- girl, little girls, you know, it's, it's worth it. Everything that you go out there and struggle and pain, but it's, it's worth it going out there and getting it. And two, of course, is family. And three is, you know, try every opportunity, correct? All three of those. Yeah. Is, is, is your Absolutely. And I also think, I mean, I want to be really mindful. I mean, I, I, I have this, um, this, this strong passion and love for um, making sure that, you know, uh, girls and young women, um, you know, have this, this uh, amazing opportunity. And, but it's not, I want to be really careful. It's not, it's not at the exclusion of, 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 of boys or men or our other in population. It's really just trying to strike an equal balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess one of the things that I, I get so frustrated when I watch the news these days is the conversations are one-sided. Yeah. And we're swinging the pendulum from one extreme to the other. And that's not smart either. And it's not going to get us where we need to be. Mm-hmm. So we really need to be bolstering the opportunities and experiences um, very, very broadly um, across populations and around the world um, so that we can ensure that we have the, the, the greatest amount of passion and brain power and innovation that the world has to offer. We will never do that um, in isolation and we will never ever be able to accomplish even the smallest goals um, with only a limited amount of the intellect us uh, trying to solve problems. And so, um, you know, there's the gap. Uh, there's an opportunity to push on that gap, um, you know, based on my own experiences, which we all speak from our, from our own experiences. So it's really easy for me to identify with that one singular piece. But um, I think as a broader conversation, we need to be really mindful that it's not singular. My gracious, ladies and gentlemen, I think I am speaking to a world changer. This woman right here is going to go out there and do some major things. So definitely keep an eye out on her. I really, my gracious, I really do mean that because uh, you are you are speaking the truth 100% because it is the idea of, um, it's a teamwork effort. You know, we're all living on this planet. You know, we're all living on this world. So we got to figure out a way to live with each other, right? And. Absolutely. Uh, and, and have that bigger vision and goal. So, my gracious, I really do appreciate. It. And and just for our listeners to to you know you know reach out to you or or follow you, uh, social media wise, uh, how can they reach out to you? 
Um, so the easiest way to get to me is through the Past Foundation social media. So we're on Facebook, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter, Instagram, you know, all, all the typical venues. But you can also find me there as well, um, you know, through um, through LinkedIn, um, at Annalise Corbin and, and, and Twitter, um, at Annalise Corbin and so on. And so I'm pretty easy to find. Um, and so, and, and I love hearing um, from folks, um, people asking questions, uh, really digging in and wanting to share experience. So um, please do. I would love that. Awesome, awesome. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's Past Foundation, P-A-S-T Foundation, and Annalise Corbin, of course. I'll uh, post uh, her uh, bio on the uh, bottom of this uh, this podcast so you can take a look at that. And again, thank you so much for just being part of our um, uh, of our podcast and just sharing a little bit of your wisdom and a little bit of your understanding with our listeners. We thank you so much. You're very welcome.